Warning, the following podcast is rated as for spoilers. Seriously, if you haven't already watched Loki Season 1, go watch it right now. What are you doing with your life? Go watch it. And for those of you who are cool enough who have watched it, good job. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to the Moderately Interesting Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Mitch. And today's episode, in case you haven't noticed, is rated S for spoiler. For slime. What? You got slime. You got slime. Here's your Nickelodeon <laughs> Choice Awards. Here's your orange blimp. Yeah. We got it from Drake Bell, because he's not going to need that one anymore. No, he's not, because he's a bird. It turns out he's not a good person. Play the theme song. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Mitch. Oh, that was weird. Wow. That was like our, I don't know what that was. Yeah. Hey, guess what episode it is? What episode is it? Number 20. 20. Episode 20. Mm-hmm. We, I think we're almost caught up with the amount of Fast and Furious movies there are. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I only got like 25 at now at this point. Yeah, I don't know what number they're on. Either. With all the spinoffs and everything. I, I mean, have no I'm idea. F- I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. I've seen one. Yeah. The one where the one... Uh, I don't know. The guy that died. Oh. Paul Walker. Walker. Paul Walker, not Parker. There, Paul there is, Walker. There is a really funny joke in like one of the first episodes of Workaholics. Uh-huh. Did you ever watch Workaholics? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, been like a while, Adam, but yeah. Yeah, Adam. Uh-huh. Like... Um, He's like trying to get with like this girl that he had a crush on like back in the day in high school, uh-huh. and he's like, she's like, I don't, I don't know you, and he's like, I, yeah, we we saw Fast and the Furious together. She's like, ah, I don't think so, and he's like, yeah, I was the guy who was like, hey, Paul Walker, click it or ticket, <laughs> and I'm like, that joke is like so much funnier, but so much more messed up now, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was just a harmless joke, but like, oh my gosh, like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when I watched that, it, it was probably before he died. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's uh, funny. Yeah. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Anyways, we've you're, caught up to... the movies that I've never seen. Yeah, we're catching up to Fast and Furious. We're, we're catching, going faster yeah. and more furious. We are more faster and more furious. Mm-hmm. We are the faster and furious furioser Mm-hmm. Can put us in anger management for how furious we are. You can try and catch up to you us. Try. But... I don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the nos, Mitch. Hit the nos. <laughs> How'd that sound? Uh, it sounded like nos to me. Cool. Cool. That's what I was going for. Yeah. What are we talking about today? We're talking about. We're talking about the Loki season one finale. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So once again, people, spoilers. if you haven't, yeah, spoilers. If you haven't already seen Loki, get on it right now. It's so good. I've talked to people recently. I'm like, have you watched Loki? And they're like, no. Like, and no. And you're like, how have you not watched Loki? 
I don't know what you do with your life to like actively choose to not watch Loki. So uh, I'm just going to withdraw from this conversation right and now. I've, and I've talked to people that are like Marvel fans that will talk to me about, you know, the Marvel universe and they've, mm-hmm. they've even watched like, I think some of them watched WandaVision. WandaVision seems like the most marketed one. Yeah. I mean, Cause it's like the first one, I think. Yeah. I think they kind of expected you to go from like WandaVision to Falcon, the more soldier to Loki to kind of just like ride that wave. Yeah. Which we're currently doing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, some people just jumped off the wave, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Cowards. Cowards. Yeah. Uh, The people I've talked to are like, they they don't understand that the TV shows also. They matter so much. Yeah. They're part of what we've seen so far. And if not more, I mean, we'll talk about it, but. This may yeah. be the, one of the most important episodes. This is this is probably the most important episode ever. Uh, yeah, uh, this is definitely setting up a whole bunch of the movies, and uh, let's just hop right into it with uh, you know the big reveal. We finally figured out who is the guy behind TVA. Mm-hmm. He's got an ominous name, it turns out. Uh, so for first of all, let's go for first of all those people who guessed Kang the Conqueror. King the Conqueror is behind mm-hmm. this all. Congratulations. You were wrong. Wrongo. Wrong. Wrong. It was not King the Conqueror. It was a variant of King the Conqueror. He who remains. Right. So I'll give you partial credit if you guess King the Conqueror. Is he who remains because he talks about how he like fought the other variants. Yes. Is he who remains his name because he one and he yeah, he's, remains he's, yeah, so he's was like, he king the conqueror before no, no so he wasn't king the conqueror okay uh, but he yeah he is the one who remains because he took the monster thing and like weaponized it to use against his other variants yeah so he, he did say when they asked his name he said i've gone by many names and one of them names. was conqueror yeah king conqueror ruler so that's um, why i ask is that yeah. variant was he a conqueror? No, so he's technically not, he, that would make I, yeah, people I guess, right. Like, I guess by like a technicality, he is a conqueror, but he was not Kang the Conqueror. Okay. Um. So Kang the Conqueror is a specific variant. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. So it's uh, it is a variant behind Kang the Conqueror. Um. We learned that uh, at some point in time, the multiverse did exist. Yeah. Um, and like the way he explained like the multiverse and like meeting himself, uh, all of his different variants, it felt very Rick and Morty, didn't it? Like, yeah, it did. Like Rick meeting his other <laughs> Ricks. Yeah. He's Tara Ricks and stuff like that. Yeah. The Citadel of Ricks. Right. Um, which I didn't know until, you know, after the end of this, but the showrunner, uh, is a writer for Rick and Morty or was a writer for Rick and Morty. Oh, nice. So he knows how to mess with. Yeah, he knows how to mess around with stuff. multiverse stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, he uh, he who remains. So I don't really know much about the backstory of he who remains. I, I have looked into King the Conqueror. Yeah, I don't think he who remains is an original comic book character. I've heard that uh, he's close to Immortus, I think is his name. Or... Im- Something it's something along those lines, 
but it's one of them who is a little more reserved, very powerful, but it's like the it's the one version of King the Conqueror that's kind of lasted through the battles, more or less. But I don't know. I don't yeah, know I, I actually I don't know much about like he who remains. I don't know if that's like a separate character that they moved they like merged with him to King the Conqueror. Um, that's yeah. a good thing. I yeah, there's always something that I don't know. Um, so. And and the Marvel Cinematic Universe does a good job of kind of giving us new variations. They're not like, you know, they're not giving us a hundred percent accurate depictions of the comic book because it's a different universe. It's the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah, exactly. So they're kind of giving their own twist on Right. It. Yeah. There's always, there's always a twist on all these characters. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you about Immortus really fast. Okay. So it sounds like the character, he who remains his first appearance was in Loki. Um, but Immortus is the closest version of Kang from the comic books that is like the closest version to he who remains. So. Yeah. So I'm looking up Immortus right now and it's like, yeah, like a different version. So it looks like they took, the he who remains Marvel, like the comic book character and Immortus and kind of put them together into one yeah. character, uh, which is cool. I did not know that. I did not know that at all. Um, yeah, I watched a video about that and kind of learned a little bit about Immortus. That's cool. Um, the So King the Conqueror, he's one of my favorite. Uh, I mean, he's probably my favorite Marvel supervillain. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he's on the scale of Thanos. He's a Thanos level threat. He is, uh, Galact- Galactus, you know, he's just this big, you know, f- force of evil that the Avengers have to fight. Right. Um, well, we learn pretty quickly, even just in the first episodes of Loki, that whatever this time, whatever this power is, this time power is potentially greater than the infinity stones. Yeah. He said, like, I think he says, is this the greatest power in the universe? Right. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, like, yeah, whatever he who remains did has basically rendered the uh, Infinity Stones kind of obsolete in his realm. I mean, um, he was basically in control of the Infinity Stones. It was just like a little game that people were playing below King the Conqueror. And he probably had yeah. a little bit of control over it, too. That we may find out about. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what I was going to say though is uh, the way that I was introduced to King the Conqueror the first time uh, was in Young Avengers where we met Iron Lad. Uh-huh. And it turns out Iron Lad, Iron Lad, Iron Lad is a um, future version of King the Conqueror. So like Iron Lad will, Iron Lad will grow up to be King the Conqueror, mm-hmm. um, which was just like this cool thing where it was like. Uh, like this hero who's eventually going to become a villain, like is destined to be, you know, very like Darth almost Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so we see that we see um, kind of like the big debate about whether the Lokis, whether Syl and uh, Loki should um, kill he who remains and take over the TVA or, mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah, or either they should kill him or if they should take it over. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, he and, promises them that they can like be together mm-hmm. and take over this, you know, all seeing TVA yeah. monstrosity and basically just Yeah. Yeah. He's kind um, of like delegating his authority to them. Yeah. And then uh Sylvie decides that she is going to kill him and he she does. Uh-huh. Um and uh pretty much immediately we see the consequences of that as loki gets sent to an alternate reality alternate timeline um where he meets with morbius but that or morbius mobius mobius yeah uh and mobius doesn't that's gonna be confusing him. in the future yeah when morbius comes out when morbius comes out and mobius is there yeah uh morbius was already in ant-man and the wasp <laughs> was he <laughs> that was the guy who played morbius from the matrix oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that Morbius. That Morbius, yeah. Yeah. I was uh, thinking of the vampire. Yeah, that is going to be confusing. <laughs> yeah. Because we have Mobius, the guy who played Morbius, and then we have the character Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> and Lightning um, McQueen. And Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. Yeah, and... Um, so, yeah, we get that, like, twist ending, and uh, Marvel.com has confirmed that uh, the statue that Loki sees at the end is the statue of King of the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. So he's in the version like right there where either King of the Conqueror originated from or King of the Conqueror has possibly already conquered. Uh-huh. Um, and that, yeah, he is in a separate reality, separate timeline from the one that he originated from. So the Morbius, the Mobius, blah. I'm going to be getting that wrong all, all day now. Mobius. Um, Mobius that new Loki um, still exists. And this is just an alternate variant of the Mobius of that Mobius. Right. Um, so, yeah, cause there was a couple of, there's confusion I've seen where people thought that like somehow King had like erased people's memories and uh-huh. stuff like that. But like, no, it's like Loki's just in a different timeline, different reality now. Yeah. I thought that um, was pretty clear. I don't know why people got, people got, got confused. confused. About that, it's yeah. like you saw, they just had, I mean, that whole entire episode was in his office. Yes. And he was explaining where he came from, the consequences of killing him. Like he told him specifically, like the multiverse. Yep. Is going to, you know, it's going to be a thing. Yeah. If you uh, kill me. Yeah. And that's where season one ends with uh, we see the birth slash rebirth of the multiverse. Yep. Um, so what does that mean? Like, this is where we're going to get to like our theory and speculation time. Uh-huh. What, what does that mean going forward for, for the MCU? Well, we already know from the title releases of some of the movies that mm-hmm. you got Ant-Man, and the Wasp and the Quantumania. We got Quantumania and we know and the big one. Yeah. Multiverse of Madness. And Multiverse of Madness. We know already that um, uh, Jonathan Majors, who played He Who Remains, who's going to play the variant King the Conqueror. First of all, you know, tip my hat to uh, Mr. Majors. He did an outstanding performance as He Who Remains. Yeah. Uh, It was fantastic. It was such such an authentic performance. It was not like a typical – like – Thanos, and this is not discrediting Thanos. Yeah. But Thanos was just like the big brutish bad guy. Mm-hmm. 
deep voice, just had his mission and, you know, wanted to do it. King or uh, He Who Remains was so like out of it, like in so many different ways. Like he just not out of it, but like he had a lot of, of uh, dimensions to his, to his acting of yeah. He Who Remains. Yeah, it was great. I, he I think seemed crazy. That, yeah, I think part of that is because He Who Remains isn't necessarily a villain. Um, right. Because he's like, if you think I'm bad, wait till you meet my variants. Right. Like, this he's is afraid actually, of himself. Yeah. Well, well, this might not be like the most good variant out there. This is like, you know, the better His intentions are good, yeah. but his actions yeah. are bad. Yeah, exactly. He's, um, he's okay with killing innocent people in order to keep the bad versions of himself at bay. Yes. Which is kind of how I pictured him. Yes. Uh, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's where like philosophy comes in. Like, is he bad? It depends on how you look at him. That uh, is very, uh, very Lord Rulery from uh, Mistborn, if I do say so myself. Yes. Bring it back to our previous episode. Very much, yeah. Um, But yeah, I I kind of go into the speculation. Um, It says uh, that, uh, majors will be in quantum media and according to wikipedia is he's going to be appearing as king of the conqueror mm-hmm. uh, i don't know i think I he ca- was originally cast as king yes yeah but i thought i read somewhere so i, I won't go off of that but i thought it was just going to be like we don't actually know that he's being king he could be like another variant in this yeah uh movie but it sounds like he's going to be king in ant-man and the wasp Right. Um, which is coming out in 2023. Oh my gosh. Boo. So far away. Um, but yeah, so we, we have in a, a TV show has essentially introduced us to our next Thanos level threat for the Marvel cinematic universe. Yes. Um, I would go as far as saying that it's much more greater than Thanos. Yes. Oh yeah. I, I think so too. Um, I think Thanos with the Infinity Stones can put up a fight, but King the Conqueror has got some massive control over the universe. Yeah, it's going to be super. Yeah, I'm super excited for this. King is like I've said now a dozen times, he uh, is one of my favorite um, MCU characters. So I'm right. excited to see what they do with him, where he goes. Um, but. Um, so we know that he's going to be showing up in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Ant-Man 3. Uh-huh. Uh, so we know uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to have uh, Wanda in it. Yeah. And Hollywood Reporter has reported that Loki is also going to, has been cast in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Um, so that's pretty huge too. They didn't announce that until after Loki, uh, Loki season one ended. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure how accurate that information is, but if that does, if that is proves to be true, does that mean, do we think we're going to get Loki season two before Dr. Strange and the multiverse of badness? When is that set to do? Multiverse do of badness. Set to be. Set to set to be in theaters March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Okay, I doubt we'll get season two then. Yeah. Um. So I just wonder if if he is going to be in there. Uh, yeah. Loki does end up going in the multiverse of madness. Um. 
where like yeah where where does that take place does that take place before season two is that going to take place after season two kind of a thing uh you know i would expect that it would be chronological so that like you watch loki season one you watch multiverse of madness and then you watch loki season two yeah so what i what i would say what i think is going to happen is from what we've just seen loki gets pushed into another reality Mm -hmm. so my question now is is the loki that we see that we're going to be seeing in doctor strange multiverse of madness going to be the same loki that we saw in yeah the show that's a good that's a good thing i would imagine yes because i mean just the way that it rolls i think that would be how how it works um because it is tom hiddleston that they said is expected to go to return in multiverse of madness yeah um but yeah but, there, I guess, but there's other variants yeah, of could, tom yeah. hiddleston loki yeah it could be another variant uh but i would just expect it to be you know our loki <clears throat> come to know and love um yeah and um the uh, i was gonna say the um tom hiddleston in at the end of this episode when he's in the other reality they don't know they don't recognize him they look at him as like hey you're a are you part of i can't remember what division of the tva you need to go wherever they told him to go but he like is he gonna find a way out of there and then into the storyline of dr strange and then or is season two of loki going to start where it left off and that's our loki for because we kind of have different versions of loki in in the tv show and the other um the all the other marvel movies because he with what happened in endgame he's starting at a different point than uh than where we left off mm-hmm. originally because he dies in the ship to thanos right. and then we go back in time to 2012 when he's fighting in new york and then that's the Loki we get in the TV show to, you know, to the end of the series or to the end of the season. And so is it the same, is it that same Loki or is it going to be a different version? Right. Of I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be under the assumption that it's the same Loki that we've got from the Loki show. Yeah. Um, I kind of think unless they make it plainly obvious that it's a different Loki that I, I, I yeah, uh, I don't yeah. think that they're going to change. I don't think we're going to be following a different variant Loki. And the tricky uh, thing with Loki is he is a trickster, so you never know. Yeah. But I think the Loki we saw in this season of his own show is that he's kind of gone from being the villain to being more of a oh yeah absolutely not necessarily he, a hero, but no, but he, of, went, he he went from an antagonist to a protagonist. Yeah. Like, you're rooting uh, for him. Yeah. So which I think a lot of people root for him anyways. But. And and I think that's very obvious in the season finale when he is offered the chance to beat beat the Avengers, win the Battle of New York, and kill Thanos. Yeah. And he he turns that down pretty quickly. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I don't yeah. Um these are all questions that come into my mind because of this multiverse. It's like what what kind of variations are we going to see of these same characters? And we're getting the what if series, which is supposed to be canon and it's going to give us. Yeah. So we're getting the what if series. Right? That's the next show that we're going to get. 
Um, and that's going to be directly affected because of what happened in Loki. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely we're just going to be exploring the multiverse. It seems like in yeah. in what if. Um, now, there's been a rumor for a while now that, um, and it's so far it's being sh- it's shaping up to be true, was that Michael B. Jordan, uh, Killmonger from Black Panther, returned to record dialogue for What If. Mm-hmm. Um, and in What If, we were going to see a good, you know, like a, a good guy, Killmonger. Right. And now the rumor is, is that they are going to uh, somehow take the good Killmonger from the what if multiverse and bring him into the main MCU timeline to have him take over the mantle as the black Panther. Okay. Um, that would so, be really interesting. So, uh, you know, it is, it's, you know, again, it's a tragic situation because we did lose Chadwick. Yeah. It's, um, it's making the best of it. Yeah. So making that best of that situation, that does yeah. seem to be that. I think that's the most interesting and it's, it's now a plausible route to go down to bring, bring Michael B. Jordan back into the MCU. Right. Um, so we've got that. We, we, we've gone this far too, without talking about Spider-Man, uh, how Spider-Man yes. is 100% going to be affected by this. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, not that we ever expressed any doubt, but I think we can say confidently that yes, we are going to get uh, Tom Holland. We're going to get um, Tobey Maguire. We're getting our Andrew Garfield and we're seeing, we're going to see the different variants of Peter Parker possibly throughout the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It'd be cool if they threw in a Miles Morales too. Well, I don't have anybody to play Miles Morales live action that we know of, and and it didn't it wouldn't make sense for a Peter Parker variant, right? So I mean, I, I I'm totally fine with Miles being the Into the Spider Verse Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like that's fine. But we don't we don't have a live action Miles Morales right now, and it. It would be cool I, if they threw in like an end credit scene. And it just seems like that. I, I, I mean, to me, it seems like that's a lot. Like it seems like a lot to cast a new cast me to play Miles Morales, and only to put him in an end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't want to like you know, I don't want to say no, but like it just it seems like that's that's a lot to throw into this movie. Yeah. Um, especially when we're getting. Oh, they've got way too many got, things to play with. So much things to play with already that it seems like if we're going to do Miles Morales, let's just wait and do that at another point in time. If they if they throw Miles Morales in, it would end up being probably more of a copy of the Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, movie. and I, I I don't think Sony wants to do that either because I think Sony is just like no, like that's our Spider Man. Like we gave you Peter Parker to play with, we're going to use Miles Morales to play with. So right. I think logistically that's how it's going to be. I don't think. If we see a live action Miles Morales, it is not going to be for quite a while. But what um, if we got a Jake Johnson version of Peter Parker? Peter Parker, that'd be hilarious, actually. <laughs> I'd be like, that'd be hilarious. If it was, if it was, just, if it was like a quick cameo, <laughs> yeah, like a quick cameo thing, I think that'd be hilarious. That would be awesome. I, I would be totally okay with that. Um, that would yeah, be, that'd be hilarious. I mean, like, I think a, a lot of that stuff is like more for. Uh, for like the Into the Spider Verse two sequel, yeah. Um, but it would be cool if we got like all of the people who voice the cartoons uh-huh. of Spider Man to come on in and like have like a cameo or be in the movie, right? Uh, with the exception of Drake Bell. Oh yeah, he's in that, huh? Yeah, he he did the uh, Ultimate Spider Man cartoon. I don't think Drake Bell will be coming back and playing Spider Man anytime soon. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I so I the one thing that I want to talk about now too before we kind of wrap it up. 
mm-hmm. real quick with the speculations is uh timeline now yeah the timeline of the mcu um i think has gotten very confusing now yes um not and not talking about even the multiverses uh but like when loki takes place we know it's the end of uh the first avengers movie it's after the battle of new york yeah but we don't know we don't know like how much time has taken place um like when so like when like what year was the multiverse recreated we don't know um, right i have heard and i can't i read it somewhere i can't remember what but i read somewhere that this happens between Endgame and WandaVision, I believe. So, or like maybe during WandaVision. I can't remember. Yeah, I'll see so, if I can find that. But I mean, either way, that's all. I mean, I think that's all speculation because there's no, as far as I know, nobody's come out and said this is when it's taking place at. A thought that I had is that Endgame had to happen in order for all of that to happen. Well, yeah. Because they would have had to go back in time to give Loki the cube again and then you get what I'm saying and can, if you think about it in the bigger mm. picture Kang or uh, he who remains knew all that was going to happen right but so was my, my, my question though is, is like does the multiverse explain Captain America's ending at Endgame where he goes back in time and gets to live out his reality with Peggy that's a good question um, so like, yeah, so we don't know when Loki takes place at, like, I, I don't think at least like concretely we can say definitively, like, yes, this happens during WandaVision or this happens just after WandaVision. This happens before Falcon, the Winter Soldier. And that's where, like, that's where we're kind of getting these problems is a lot of these new things coming out. We don't know when they're taking place. We don't know. Um, so we like, we know WandaVision is after Endgame. Right. Only, it's only a few months after Endgame. And then. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is around that same time period, uh-huh. uh, a couple of months after Endgame, um, and we know both of those shows take place before Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yes, so Spider-Man: Far From Home is the latest point in the timeline right now, mm-hmm. and then we know Black Widow. It turns out to be in between Civil War and uh, Infinity War, um, but like Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, we don't know when that's taking place. Right. So is that taking like is this like it's like because like my question is is like is Shang Chi at all going to be affected by by this, by or is it going to be like Captain Marvel where it's like a an origin yeah. story? Is it going to be like a prequel? So it's before the yeah. multiverse is being reborn. Uh, is does the multiverse explain how the Eternals come out to, to come up to be? It turns out to be a thing this whole time because uh, like maybe the Eternals are actually part of like a whole different separate timeline. Yeah, like. Yeah. My question, so with with Loki, um when they pick him up from when he when he teleports out of his uh incarcerated situation after the events of New York, he teleports into like the sand dunes and then very quickly the TVA shows up. Right. Picks him up, takes him back. So when does the TVA exist? Yeah, that's 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 my question because we know when Loki gets pulled out of the timeline well, and into the TVA, but when when 
So, and, and I mean, like, kind of like piggybacking off of your question right now, Mitch. Yeah. We know that the TVA was established by He Who Remains. Yeah. To help ensure that there was no more multiverses. So, like, there was, so there was no more variants of him to become out. My assumption is that the TVA exists outside of the timeline. No, I mean, kind of... if, if that were the case, though, then there wouldn't be an alternate version of the TVA where Loki ends up. That's true. Because if they were outside the timeline, they wouldn't be affected by the timeline. So maybe it exists like with Yeah, with each time. He who so, remains. So yeah, so my no well, my understanding is that yeah, he who remains created the created the TVA to ensure that the timeline remains singular. Yeah. But then he gets killed by Sylvie. So we get multiple multiple timelines. So now there's multiple TVA or there would be multiple TVAs. So the TVA that we see Loki in who created yeah. that TVA? Well, we know King the Conqueror is in that timeline. So did King the Conqueror create this TVA? So if that's the case, is this TVA like much more like evil, hostile, aggressive because like they've been set up by King the Conqueror? Mm-hmm. Like, you get what I'm saying on that? Like, yeah. These are all, I mean, this is why. Like, this is all fear. Like, yeah, this is all speculation, just kind of theorizing. This is but... why I think that. Them bringing in the multiverse was a baller move. Yeah. To continue what is probably the greatest cinematic universe in history so far. Yeah. So like that, like that's so I'm I'm I am now expecting uh for in season two or whatever, you know, might be season two, it might be Dr. Strange, but for Loki to realize that this TVA that he's in is like very much, you know, like the secret police, like the Gestapo where like they're going in and they're like messing stuff up even more. Like they're very kind of evil, you know, cause they were established by King the Conqueror. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of talking about that Marvel, uh, there's, there's been the headlines coming out or news coming out that, uh, Kevin Feige set up a meeting to go over, uh, the rules of the multiverse. Yeah, I saw I saw that announcement. Yeah, um, as far as I know, none of those rules have come to us yet of what those might be. Uh, but there are rules that I, it sounds like everybody's going to have to, uh, you know, follow. Um, but yeah, my, so I, right now my theory is that, in, and you know, what we know for sure is that Loki saw the statue of King the Conqueror. And that Loki is on a separate timeline than the one that he originated from. Yeah. Um, so I think that the TVA, which was created by he, like created by Hero Remains, this TVA that he's at was created by King the Conqueror, and uh, it is like a evil, oppressive police force. Right. Um, and maybe, maybe you know, Loki's able to get Mobius to like defect, like he has done before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, and then we know that Kang is going to be in Quantumania. Um, but we, I mean, do you think he's going to be in Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange movie? Kang? Yeah. It's, I don't know, because I don't know what, I don't know what Marvel has in store for mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors. I think, I want to picture him as like the main like the new main villain. Right. Yeah. He, he definitely is. And they've, they've already said that. Um, but what you... I, what I wonder is if, are they going to like kill him off or is it going to be like, are we going to see multiple movies where 
he's a version of Kang is the villain. Yeah, the, uh, that that's I mean that is something that they can totally do. Where like uh, you know at the end of Quantumania, uh, you know they think they killed him, and maybe they did actually kill him, but there's just another variant that becomes King the Conqueror. Yeah, they're gonna uh, be because they killed the one guy who could keep all of them at bay. Right. So now the it's almost like the Avengers are gonna have to clean up what right. Sylvie did. So, and you know what? Or bringing, undid. bringing that up, that reminds me of, um, you know, going back to going back to Loki, um, where Mobius is trying to stop the director, and she ends up leaving. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I I think I know what she's doing, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you have any ideas what what she thinks she's what you think she's doing? Excuse me. I have absolutely no idea. Okay. So uh, this is just my theory. This is what I thought from watching it. I've watched that uh, last episode two, two and a half times. Uh huh. Um, because Mobius, Mobius is like, like, how can you think that like free will is a bad thing? Mm-hmm. And she's like, only one person has free will. Presumably, she now knows who he who remains is because Miss Minutes gave her all of these files. Right. Um, so yeah, kind of backtracking. Miss Minutes gives her, gives her all these files, and she's like, "These aren't the files I asked for." And she's like, "No, but he thinks that you'll find this more interesting." Um, so I think she, he she got like essentially the whole spiel that uh, Loki and Sylvie got. Uh, okay. So, so she understands that there's multiple variants. She understands that you know uh, he who remains is the, like what he did to like preserve the sacred so in, timeline. in a way it's like he who remains has established a backup plan yes yes yeah, that's, yes that's it fits because because he who remains said i don't really care anymore if you kill me if you if you if you take over then everything my legacy endures if you kill me then there's just going to be another multiversal war and then i'll just end up back here at this chair uh-huh uh you know, kind of saying like again, kind of like the low, uh, the Thor or Thor, the kind of I'm like inevitable. I am inevitable. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> I really stumbled through that. Oh, I get, um, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, so yeah, going back to that, where uh, Mobius is like, how can you think free will is a like you know bad? And she's like, well, only one person has free will. Mm-hmm. And then she travels through the door, and he's like, where are you going? And then she's like, to find free will. Right. So I think she is looking for the variant who is going to be the new he who remains. Right. Since he is dead. Since he is dead, but now, but now there's an infinite amount of variants out there and one of them will end up taking the same path as he who remains. Right. I think she is going to go there try to find him and be like, Hey, look, like I'm just here to speed up the process. (laughs) Yeah. Cause she can go back in time now and, and and, and we know that the TVA's, uh, things work like interdimensionally now because they sent Loki to a different timeline. Right. So she can travel to the different timelines. So that, that's what I think she's doing. She's traveling to the different timelines, trying to find the variant who will be the one who becomes the next he who remains. Right. So my question is, this is where, this is an opinion I have. I like what they're, what they're doing, what Marvel is doing with, the time with, with the multiverse, with all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The TVA's entrance into the into Marvel, I have a problem with, because I've I just have a problem with time travel in general. That was the one part of Endgame that I didn't like. Loved 
the rest of it. I did not like the going back in time, but I see how it was. I mean, it's set up a lot of different things now, mm-hmm. but time travel for me is in a lot of ways. I've seen it used as a cop out and in a lot of ways I've seen it used brilliantly Right for this one. And, and the problem I have is that it opens up way too many paradoxes, loose ends. Yeah. Paradoxes and just like, things that you just don't have answers to like, mm-hmm. okay, why doesn't, um, what's the, what's the director lady's name? Um, we were just talking about, uh, her. I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. It's like the director. I, I don't even know. Her I name. can't remember her name. It's like, it only says her name a few times, but why can't she go? Like if she knows where to go, if she were to know where to go, why can't she go stop Sylvie from killing he who remains. Well, so I don't think one, one where he who remains is that is clearly not affected by the TVA. Like he, he is okay. above, he's above that. So like you can't reverse anything that he's done. Okay. Um, and I think that makes sense that he would so, set himself up like that or, or like the TVA couldn't just overrule him like that. Okay. Um, that makes sense. But I, so he's in of, control. Yeah. But now, and now there's just a power vacuum. Yeah. Of since he's since he's gone, um, so what I what I expect is, they like, to its credit, Endgame did set up rules about time travel, mm-hmm. and I do think we are going to unravel more of the rules of time travel as the MCU progresses. Right, because it was new to everyone yeah. there. Yeah, and I think we I, I don't know where we'll learn that from. I don't know if we'll learn that in. Spider-Man or Doctor Strange or whatever, but I think we'll unravel more rules. Mm-hmm. And we know we know from Loki they kind of unraveled a little more of the rules of yeah. how they work. Um so I'm I'm okay with it. So like nothing so far has broken me about this. Um Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying at all that I'm I hate it or anything. Right. I'm just like it's it's a it's kind of like a thin line for me. It's like Right. It's like once you pass that, we just opened up like, like they're, they're going in, they're committed. Basically they're committed to this multiverse future for the near future for as long as we know, but it depends on how they use it. Like, and the way that it's been established so far is great. I don't have, like when I say I have problems with the end game, time travel is just like i just time travel kind of bores me sometimes i felt like i was just re-watching all the avengers movies and then you got the cool battle at the end and then uh but now that that it's like you have the multiverse but you also have the time travel component involved with the tva and that's where it's like what are they going to do with that because that's got infinite possibilities within the multiverse if that makes right. sense Right, yeah, we've got... You can travel. Loki, in his current state, can travel. If he gets his hands on one of them telepad things, he can travel to any point in any in any universe, mm-hmm. in any timeline. And that... Because we've seen that he got transported to a right. different timeline. I mean, timeline. but like, but like what we can... Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying, but I think... It allows for so much creative freedom too. At the same time, yeah. but like, my point but, is that it can get confusing really fast. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess so, but I, I don't. I mean, 
there's no reason to expect that right now when it hasn't been confusing yet. Right. I, 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 I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, but I kind of think that's just uh, whatever. I mean, for me, that's just a nonchalant shoulder shrug right now. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah. Uh, so I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying, no, yeah, I know. I know. I, I know what you're saying. And like, I worry about time travel when they bring him in time travel to any, in, to any franchise. I'm just like, okay, what's, how are they going to explain it? Cause every, every different version of time travel and different franchises have their own rules. And I think that this one is much more scientific based and probably accurate in reality, to be honest. But, um, but yeah, just, just one of those things for me, that's like, what, like, how are they going to, how are they going to do this? And will it be something that kind of derails or is it something (laughs) that's going to be really interesting captivating yeah well because that's what it's setting up for it's setting up for that only time will tell time will tell uh pun intended we'll figure that out our next little taste of this is going to be the what if and that's coming out i think just next month Mm -hmm. um so now that loki is done we are going to take a little break from that we will be but we'll hop right back to it when what if comes out we'll do a breakdown of each episode when what if comes out mm-hmm. and then we have got shang chi and the 10 rings coming out yes i'm we, super excited for that one yep and then after shang chi we have the eternals and then we have spider-man no way home mm-hmm. so we're going to be breaking down all of that stuff right here on the moderately interesting podcast right here and to finally give our closing thoughts uh what did you think of the season overall season one of loki mitch Honestly, I'll give it a 10 out of 10. I would give it, you know, at least a 9.5. Yeah. Uh, you know, if not, you know, 9.8, 9.9, 10. I very much enjoyed it. Even though I just ranted about time travel, I thought they did it really well. It was very captivating. And I'm super excited to see where this Super excited goes. to see that. Super excited to see season two. We will definitely, within our 10,000 episodes, be going over season two of Loki. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. Kang the Conqueror is officially in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see where they go. We didn't even get to talk about, is he actually going to be Nathaniel Reed's? I don't know. Uh, I'm super interested to see if they do. Richards. Up, yeah. Whatever I said. <laughs> Reed. Reed's. Reed's. Reed Richards is Reed Richards. a descendant, which we are getting the Fantastic Four. So I'm excited to see how that's going to tie in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super. Yeah. So like what I was. Yeah. I'm super excited if they end up, uh, if he ends up, I, hold on. What did I just say? I, I can't, <laughs> if he Sorry. ends up beating Nathaniel Richards. Yes. Um, because, um, yeah, because so far we haven't even met Reed Richards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's still so much that we can explore. Um, kind of like we were saying earlier, I mean, they could kill him a hundred times and he could just keep coming back. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if that's, I think that's kind of going to be the crux is like, eventually they are going to have to get the, he who remains to come back. Yeah. Um. I Okay. Now, now that I'm kind of like talking about this because there were rumors that like, they were going to do like more stuff with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, the Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And like, maybe we will get that because like King the Conqueror is just like, they think they kill him and then he comes back and they think they kill him again. He's like Voldemort. Like they kill him and he comes back. They kill him and he comes back. Right. Um, and like so maybe we get to like play around with some of these characters. Like maybe we get to play around with the other variants of Spider-Man for a while. Maybe we get to play around with these different variants. 
Yeah. Um, and like maybe that's where like um, Jane becoming Thor is actually like a different variant of the Jane that we know. Um, yeah, I hadn't so, thought about that. Yeah, like, so maybe how, that's a, how that'll be affected. And so yeah, and they just keep killing Kang, but they can't stop the multiverse, so it keeps coming back. And then eventually, it ends with them bringing back a new person who becomes the new He Who Remains. Right. Um, but yeah, like I like I don't know where they're going from this. I don't know like how you can kill Kang and like make it like you know is this is this just the new normal? Do they have to figure out a way to bring like bring singularity back to the timeline? Right. Um, you know, I don't know, but like, I'm super excited to see where this all goes. Um, that's, what's crazy. It's like hard for my, at least my brain. It's like just hard to understand even the most basic parts of the multiverse. Right. Cause all those questions come up and it's like, Oh, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking about it. But, but yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like is the end goal to, eradicate the Kangs and just let the multiverses play out. You see, I don't think you can do that. If there's an infinite number of universes, there's an infinite number of Kangs. You just, you can't kill an infinite amount of people. Just stepping on cockroaches. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it's the only way you can do that is by just purging the, the timelines of the multiverse, just bring them back to get the infinity stones again and snap their fingers. And I mean, they can do that or they can can bring back he who remains, which is what I think they're going to do. Yeah. Um, That'll be very interesting to see. Yeah. But anyway, it's all super exciting. It all stemmed from this Disney plus show. Yes. Not from a movie, but from a show. It Um, sure did. And that's all the time we have right now for this episode Mm. of the Marley podcast. Uh, Make sure to subscribe, drop a comment, rate, review, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Share it with your grandma, share it with your grandpa, share it with your uncle, but don't share it with Drake Bell. I have one more question for you. And yes, when are we going to see the version of Iron Man that we need? I don't know. I don't know. In this timeline, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? You're talking, of course, about Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Well, maybe we'll find that out in one of the multiverse lines. Maybe we will. Until then, though, I've been Aaron. And I have been Mitch. And no matter what multiverse you're in, make sure to always tip your lifeguard. Bye-bye. Bye.